Hello, my name is Melissa Denise, and I was born with pre-birth memories of divine bliss, which started me on a very interesting course in my life. So I was born with these memories of just things that are impossible to describe that I honestly didn't even understand as a child. And I was also born into a Christian home, so very early I had crossover coming in with the religious teachings that I was taught. So I didn't understand that anything unusual had happened to me because I was taught from a very young age about God and the Christian doctrines and all of this. I just assumed that this thing that I am remembering must be God and it must be just this God-shaped hole that they're telling me everyone has in their heart and Everybody must have this same memory and the same longing for what they're missing that I was remembering. And so I went on for many years like this before I realized that anything significant had happened to me. As I was growing up within the Christian faith, I was very, very focused on getting back what I had lost and trying to figure out what is this that I'm remembering. And I was taught in the Christian faith that those who seek God with all their heart will will find God. And I thought, to me, that meant because of my memories, I'm going to find this thing, like this divine bliss that I'm remembering here in this world. And so my entire life from a very young age was about finding God. The terminology that I would use now would be more like seeking divine union, seeking this bliss figuring out what this was and getting it back. So it did take me 30 plus years to begin putting language to it. I I will say that this is completely impossible to describe in human language and really even hard to understand because we don't have concepts for it, let alone language to describe it. But Over the years, I've been able to put some language to it. This is not 100% accurate, but it's the best I can do. The strongest memory that I have is what I would now call the light. And it was like a universe-sized hurricane of light that was also love. And I remember being in just completely surrounded and immersed in this love. And it felt like bliss to the point where you almost cannot handle it because it is too much. And it felt like I was in the middle of this hurricane of light and love that was personally directed all towards me. And it was also flowering open all around me as if it was eternally creating and singing and joyful. And The song that it was singing, if I could put it into words, would be, I am so in love with me, but within that me is everything that exists. So it would make more sense to say, we are so in love with you and with everything. We just don't have the right pronouns to capture the fact that within the I and the me is everything and all of existence, and we're all part of that. And so that's the strongest memory that I have. And I brought that into the world with me and I never forgot it. But like I said, as a child, I just assumed I'm, this is God. This is what I'm being taught about in the faith. But at the same time, there are a lot of things that didn't make sense to me. 
because I was taught that God was angry and wrathful and going to throw people in hell for all of eternity. And so as time went on, these two things, like what I remembered versus what I was taught, started to make less and less sense. And I also was very troubled as a teenager. I was depressed. I got to the point where I was having a lot of suicidal thoughts and just really struggling. And I began asking for an experience because I had been seeking this experience of divine bliss my entire life and had didn't understand what it was, what I was remembering, why I couldn't feel it here. And I wasn't getting anywhere with it. And so I kept begging for an experience every night before I went to bed. And as a Christian, I was praying with a Christian language, as we would say, is please let me experience your presence, because I know if I could feel God's presence that all of this pain would just melt away. And so I went on for years praying this prayer every night before I went to bed, and nothing happened (laughs) for years until one night when it did. And I can't explain why it happened that night, but I was laying in bed with my eyes closed, and I was fully awake. I was not asleep as far as I know. I wasn't dead. I mean, (laughs) no reason for me to think that I had died, but I suddenly, it was like I was in another reality, and I entered into what would be the most profound experience of my earthly life so far. So there were two phases to this experience. And the first one, I still perceived myself to be in my body, in my bed. I didn't feel like I had left at that point. But it felt as if I was laying in an ocean of love. And I instantly recognized the presence from my pre-birth memories. I instantly recognized, I knew that it was my creator, my eternal father, mother, best friend, every love that you could experience in this lifetime. It was all of that times a million with the intensity. And it felt like it was waves of love that was washing over me and through me. And it was wiping away all of the pain that I had experienced in my life. And it felt like a magnetic force field of love. It was so powerful and so intense that it was literally all you could think about. Like you could not think outside of it. And so I'm not sure time was different there. So I'm not sure how long I was in that experience. But I remember just thinking to myself, I am never going back. I'm staying here forever. I could just lay here in this love forever and be completely happy. And at one point I did say to it, where have you been my entire life? I've been looking for you for my entire life and now you are finally here. And I didn't really get an answer to that question um, because I fully understood in that moment what it was. And I was kind of just being facetious. But at some point, the second phase of my experience began, and I did leave my body at that point. And I found myself somewhere up above the earth in the universe. And this is where it gets really tricky to describe. So I'll probably describe the same thing in multiple ways 
to try to make it make as much sense as I can. So I had the experience that I now know near-death experiencers call ultimate knowledge. I did not know about that at the time. I had never heard of a near-death experience, but I suddenly became aware of the fact that I could know the answer to anything that I wanted to know. So I started asking questions and I would formulate a question in my mind. And as soon as I had thought of the question, I would get this massive download of information with not only the answer to that question, but how the answer to that question connected to everything else in the universe. And then when I would get the answers, I would think of more questions and I would be asking like five questions at a time and getting massive downloads in response to all of those questions and how that fit in with everything else in the universe. And it was happening so fast. And as I was getting all this information downloaded into my consciousness, my consciousness was expanding and it was happening so fast. It felt like it was happening at the speed of light. But at the same time, I was very aware of every step of the process. So one way I can describe this is to say that it felt like I was expanding through dimensional awareness. So every time I would reach a certain level of information, then I would expand up into the next level of dimensional awareness and that where I could receive more information and then I would expand up into the next level. And every time I broke through a level, there was this release of just feeling so light and free and expansive. And eventually, I don't remember how many levels I went through, but I reached the top level that it was possible for me to expand to. And from that level, I was so expanded. I cannot describe the level of bliss that I felt. And I could know within me everything that there was to know in the entire universe. And I remember looking down and seeing the words that were given to me, and this is probably because I was a Christian teenager at the time, was the cosmic master plan of God. And I looked down and I saw the answer to everything, why everything has to be the way that it is, why we suffer, why life is hard, why some people do what we would call evil things. And I saw that from one side of the plan, which is what we see down here on earth, everything looks really messy. But on the other side, it is absolute perfection. And everything is working out for absolute perfection for everybody that is involved. And in fact, it's impossible not for it to be otherwise, because all that exists is love and everything that is happening is happening within love. So it's impossible for any of us to get away from love, even if we tried to. I also remember when I was at the very top, I saw the key to life, like the reason why everything is the way it is. And I cannot remember what it was now. And it's so frustrating to me. But at the time, I remember thinking that is so simple. And it was so simple that I laughed because We make it so complicated down here on earth. So like I said, time worked differently there. So on the one hand, 
I was expanding at the speed of light up through the dimensional awareness. And then I saw the cosmic master plan and the key to life. And then I was contracting back in. But on the other hand, I was being shown all of these other things. All these other experiences were happening. And I do remember what a couple of them were. So the first thing that I remember is instantly when I came out of my body and I came into a more expanded level of awareness, it was like waking up from a dream. For me, it was like waking up from a nightmare because I was not happy in my life. And I remembered that the light was so brilliant that it would be blinding to physical eyes, but it felt so safe and so peaceful. And I woke up and I saw my angels, what I would call my angels, some people would probably call them their guides, were there surrounding me. And it was so comforting. And they had a very specific message for me. They said, because I remember I had been raised in the Christian faith and taught that people were going to hell and really struggling with what I had been taught about my sin and feeling condemned and guilty and ashamed of myself. And they told me, you have nothing to feel guilty for. You have nothing to feel ashamed of. You have nothing to be afraid of. There is no judgment awaiting you or anyone. Your life is proceeding exactly as it is supposed to. And we are here cheering you on. We are so proud of you and everything is going to be okay. So that's one of the things I remember. And I cannot convey the amount of comfort that I felt in that moment and the real what it feels like to realize, oh, wait a minute, that was just a bad dream. This is reality and everything is okay. And I planned this and I have help and guidance and I don't have to feel guilty for anything because I was buried under so much guilt at that time in my life. Another thing that I remember is that I looked down and I saw the earth. And I saw that the earth and everything on it is made up of blindingly brilliant light. And I was told that the light is the love of God, because at the time that's the language I still use, but whatever terminology you're comfortable with, the light of the source, the light of the creator, it is the love and the arms of God. And that's, we can't get away from that because that's what we are. And I was shown that the way that God views us is that we are like toddlers stumbling around trying to learn how to walk. And that when we make a mistake or we do something wrong from God's perspective, that's just like a toddler stumbling and falling. So why would there be judgment for that? I was actually shown that God is more like a grandfather, like in the way that the love that and the unconditional love for us and the understanding of our mistakes. And I'm always a little bit nervous saying that because I know that there's some people that could probably take that the wrong way. But I think that there's far more people who are so buried in guilt and fear like I was that it would actually be liberating to learn that there's no judgment. There may be consequences, but there's no judgment. At least that's what I was shown. And so I was shown that everything is made of brilliant light and that we can't get away from that because that's what we are. 
And that waking up from our reality here on Earth into that higher dimension is like flying in an airplane on a cloudy day and coming up above the storm clouds and looking down and realizing that the storm clouds don't actually exist. The pain and the suffering that we experience here is all an illusion that we've chosen to experience for the contrast and for certain experiences. But in ultimate reality, all that exists is light. And so that's what I can remember of what I was shown. There was obviously a lot more that I was not able to remember. I knew when I started to contract back into my body that I was not going to be able to bring back all the information simply because it would not fit into my consciousness here. And so I started to contract back in and I felt the information falling out of my head. So this is weird to try to describe, but I felt like I was floating back into my body on the music because that's another thing I didn't mention is that during the entire experience, I heard music, what I would call the music of the spheres. And so I was floating back into my body on the music and I felt the information just falling out of my head like air leaving a balloon and there was nothing that I could do to hold on to it. Then I came back into my body and I had the first moment of my self-awareness coming back online and saying, what just happened to me? What was that? But I still felt that love around me so strongly until I went to sleep that night. And when I woke up in the morning, it was gone, but I felt a warm glow around me for the next couple of days. And then eventually that faded too. So that is the out-of-body or near-death-like experience that I had around the age of 18 or 19. And it did answer my questions as to my pre-birth memories and what I was remembering and connected all the dots for me. I didn't quite know what to do with it because I, like I said, I was in a very religious environment at the time. And so I sort of tucked it away until about a decade later when I was really ready to start processing it. I wasn't quite ready to process it yet because I was still really steeped in religious teachings. But as time went on, Yes, it absolutely changed my feeling toward death. When I was able to fully accept and process my experience, I let go of the fear of death and my view of life became completely different. It's a little bit easier for me to like snap out of the drama of what may be happening in my situation and just remember I probably planned this and I already know that everything's going to be okay and work out in the end. So it's a little easier sometimes to just enjoy life and just go along for the ride and be able to look forward to going back home when this is over. So for quite a while, I was still within the church because I was so Brainwash is a harsh word, but I do feel like because my specific branch of Christianity that I was raised in was very cult-like, and I know that not all of Christianity is like that, but for me, I was almost brainwashed into it, and so I was super, super dedicated to my faith. 
So I tried to hang on to it, like I said, for almost a decade. It did change in the sense that I left the really strict cult-like church that I was raised in and started attending a much more liberal, progressive branch of Christianity. I no longer believe some of the really harsh things that I had been taught, that God had created all people just for the purpose of throwing them into hell. And I started to loosen up on some of those beliefs. And I believe for many years that God wouldn't throw anyone into hell, but people could still go there if they chose to reject God. And so it was sort of more like a slow undoing of all of those beliefs for me. And then when it wasn't really until I discovered other near-death experiencers' stories when I was in my late 20s, then I understood that what had happened to me and that there were so many other people out there who had had a similar experience. And it was almost like that gave me permission to accept what I had been shown in my experience and to really dig deeper into those beliefs and to let go of the religious dogma that I had been taught. And at that point in my life, I was able to completely let go of that. I don't think that I could ever go back to following like someone else's set of beliefs, if that makes sense. It is very personal. And honestly, it always has been. I and I think most people do have that inner connection with something, you know, whatever word that they may put on it. And looking back throughout my life, that connection with source or God or whatever word you're comfortable with, for me has always been very love-based and very gentle and very understanding. But I just wasn't willing to accept that that was the case because I had to also accept my religious beliefs. But yeah, now that I'm able to fully accept that, now it's like I can own that. That's my personal experience. And I don't need anybody else to tell me what it is. I would say that if a specific religious path is working for someone, that's great. But in the case of someone who is wanting to move out of that and wanting a more personal, less restrictive connection, that's like a whole other topic that we could talk for so long about because it is so hard and so scary for so many people to go against their entire community. And oftentimes that includes their friends and their family, even their spouses or their partners, and they feel completely alone in it. And I would just say, first of all, it gets to the point where it is harder to live a lie than it is to go against everybody in your life. And I would just encourage anyone in that position to just go for it and just follow your own heart and follow your own path because it will be worth it. You will find so much peace in doing that. But also know that you are absolutely not alone. There are thousands, maybe even millions of people going through this process right now. And you will get through the rough parts and there are so many people out there going through the same process that also want someone to connect with. The internet is a really great tool for connecting with people. Um, 
who are going through this deconstruction process right now. And so just know that you're not alone. Get help if you need it. It was such a rough process for me that I actually had to get therapy because I needed some guidance with trauma that was coming up and manifesting as panic and anxiety in my life. So if you need help, get help. And there's so much support available out there for people. But I would say that no matter how difficult it is, it's so worth it to just be free to follow the path that you know is right for you. So I have a couple more pre-birth memories that I remembered as a very young child and then ended up suppressing these as time went on and then remembering them again later. So I just remember what it felt like to be a soul or a spirit, whatever word you would call that disembodied state. And I remember what it was like on the other side in that realm. It was completely made of light and it was like everything was made of waves of light. And being in that state, I felt so innocent and so free and so empowered. I remember right before I was about to come down to earth, I was with one of my angels or guides. And I remember feeling so empowered and so innocent, like I had never done anything wrong and never could do anything wrong. And thinking this is just going to be so easy for me. I was excited about the challenge and I thought that I was just going to not struggle with it at all and just like rise to the task and meet every challenge with no issues. And I just thought that it was going to be so easy. I like having that memory because now I can kind of take myself back to that state. Sometimes when I'm really overwhelmed with life, I just remember who I really am and how we are so loved and so supported on the other side that we come here for a specific reason and there's nothing that we can do really to mess it up. We're going to go back to that innocent and empowered and free state that we were in before when we return. I haven't been told if there's a reason why I have the memories. I guess I've always assumed that it probably has something to do with the reason why I'm here, that because I have the memories, it's really driven the course of my life. It's really the the thing that's been most important to me is experiencing that divine bliss again and following a spiritual path. And so I think probably if I didn't have those memories, maybe I wouldn't care about those things as much. And that probably has something to do with the reason why I'm here. The message that I would like to share is that we make things so complicated down here on earth, and it can seem and even be very complicated from this perspective. But really, Everything is very simple. It's all about love. Every the entire existence of the universe exists for love. And so with all the things that we're facing in our lives and in the world today, sometimes it can be helpful to just remind ourselves that all we have to do is make the loving decision in each situation that presents itself to us. We're not expected to be perfect or to know it all or to get it all right. But if we can just make the loving choice, that's really all that's expected of us.